Hey, you guys, welcome to the For Liberty and Justice podcast, where we mobilize the church, wake up the city and take a stand for liberty and justice. My name is Taylor, and I'm so excited to bring another episode of the Foundation Series with Josh Moore. Josh, today we're going to be talking about the separation of church and state. When someone coined that, it was years ago, it, it begs to ask the question, we're the founding fathers atheists. Are we supposed to be separated from the government? Yeah, that's a it's a great question. So for the better part of about 150, 160 years or whatnot, since the uh, since Jefferson wrote that letter to the Danbury Baptist Church in Connecticut, right? Um, the Supreme Court tried to use that letter a number of times in in a number of Supreme Court cases, uh, and they but they would always use his letter in its entirety, right? Context matters. Well, in 1947, in Everson versus Board of Education, that changed. And so separation of church, uh, separation of church and state became a, a policy, right, across the entire country. And so now we've spent, what, well, since I, I'm doing, trying to do quick math, a better part of about 70 years or so uh, under this idea that church and state should be separate and that God doesn't belong in the public square and that you can't force your religion on anybody, right? So- let, I'm going to take – we're going to go through like a little bit of a history trail here as far as what the founding fathers intended. Did they even intend for religion to be involved in state? Is that okay? Yeah. All right. It. Let's do it. We need it. So the Massachusetts State Constitution of 1780 required a profession of belief in Jesus Christ in Christianity in order to hold public office. Mike, drop. What? You're, you're just staring at me. You're like, I'm I don't staring even, at you because, like, because what when the, was the Constitution mm. written? When was it the America's Constitution? Yeah, 1787. Exactly. Right. So before, before. the foundation of America, essentially. Yeah. This was this was the this was the line. Massachusetts 1780 uh con- yeah, 1780 Constitution operated as a as a constitution that required you to profess your belief in the principles of Christianity to be in public office. So when people say, oh, the founding fathers weren't religious and, you know, they didn't require you to, you know, do this or that in religion. Well, yeah, they did. That was their entire intent. Uh, And not just that, but when they were talking about freedom of religion, there was a huge battle over denominations and sects of Christianity, S-E-C-T-S, sects of Christianity, right? They weren't even bothered, they weren't even talking about atheism or Buddhism or, you know, Islam or whatever. It wasn't about that. You know, that was assumed. You could you could freely worship Muhammad or whoever it was, however you wanted. But ultimately, they wanted Christianity to have the, the influence on, on not only the culture, but the government, because Christianity... Uh, provides the best uh, foundation for a civil and peaceful society. And they look to uh, many different countries uh, for examples in that. So I thought you had a question. You look like you had a no, question. No, no, I'm okay. listening to it because okay. I, I, in my mind, I'm just playing this out that I, I'm, I'm literally can, in my mind, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I can see yeah. all of the politicians who get mad anytime a believer takes a public sphere, a public stance on anything political, and their first response is, you shouldn't have a say because separation of church and state. So now I'm just irritated, even though I have this understanding, because this is what we do, that that our politicians who are in office don't even have a basic understanding of what our our country was founded on. Yeah, separation of church and state is really a scapegoat to tell Christians they can't have a say in office. (laughs) 
That's really what it boils down to. You know, the moment a Christian speaks up and says, well, I think abortion is sinful and wrong and it goes against the natural laws of nature, blah, 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 blah. <gasps> separation of church and state. What the heck does this have to do with separation of church and state? I'm saying don't murder people. Yeah. That's literally all I'm saying. Any reasonable atheist believe in not murdering people. Mm -hmm. Like what in the world? Oh, well, you can't say that because you're a Christian. Like, get out of here. Come on. What, what kind of sense does that even make? It doesn't make sense. So let's go a little deeper here. The Northwest Ordinance of 1787, okay. right? Yeah, I know it's a lot. I'm keeping it so up. So the Northwest Ordinance of 1787 was a compact, a governmental compact that was being uh, ratified and pushed as westward expansion occurred, right, from New England and from the eastern states and the eastern colonies, uh, which, of course, by then would be, it had just become the United States of America. And in this ordinance, and I don't have it here, but you can look this up. It talks about religion, morality, and piety being taught in public schools. And they wanted it. They wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. They even taxed the the, the local uh, municipalities to have it done. That is what's wild about can you, this. Can you imagine today, though, putting that on the ballot, basically, of like, hey, we're going to tax, but we want a, a biblical Christian education. We want to teach kids good morals. Can you imagine the uprising? Oh, they'd that's lose what, it. That's what America was founded on, essentially. That's exactly what it was founded on. And people have to keep in mind, too, that when we didn't separate from Great Britain because we didn't like their tax policy. Yeah. Ultimately, this, this started with the pilgrims. Mm -hmm. They separated from uh, uh, England because they were being oppressed by a, by the, by the way, a state-based religion, right? <laughs> so there are dangers in it. And, and I, Edmund Burke acknowledges this. Joseph Story acknowledges this. But there is an acknowledgement and, and, a, and a strong preference that Christianity should be encouraged in civil government and in um, in culture. So they did run from it. But the Puritans and, and separatists, right, they all ran. They came over. Boom. Here we are in the United States of America or what was just then as the new world. Mm -hmm. And then you fast forward and we had things going well for a little while. And then we had to say, OK, Great Britain, this ain't cool. You're being a little bit of a big brother here. And this is not you're, you're, you're hitting us a little too hard. And then we separated. Um, but you also have the Pennsylvania Constitution of 1776. I'm just going to read the first line here. It says laws for the encouragement of virtue and prevention of vice and immorality shall make and constantly uh, kept in force and provision made for their due execution. Let's read that again. Laws for the encouragement of virtue and prevention of vice and immorality. What in tarnation? We had laws that prevented people from doing immoral things. Yeah, we did. That was the spirit of the law. That was the culture we had back then. We don't have that anymore. Now we have the opposite. We have laws preventing people from doing good and encouraging immorality. So I think to wrap this up, I, we could talk about this yeah. probably for two hours. But I, I think at the end of the day, we could probably re rename this separation of government Christianity. And my concern would yeah. be if you remove church from government, there's going to be another religion, essentially, that takes its place. And we're going to talk about this later when we talk about legislating morality. Yeah. But, but if you remove the Christian principles of what the nation was founded on, what religion takes its place? And I think that's kind of like a rhetorical question, but something would have to take its place. That's exactly right. And that's my biggest fear. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm worried that's where we're kind of heading right now. It's exactly where we're heading. That's it's scary. dangerous. That's a, it's dangerous territory. Yep. Sure is. We are definitely headed there right now. 
And I, I think it's a good segue to uh, what will eventually be our next uh, topic in, in discussion segment. Uh, but is can you legislate morality? Yeah. You know, someone's going to have it done. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of who. It's intense. All right. I think this is a good stopping point. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Foundation Series. This is the For Liberty and Justice podcast where we mobilize the church, wake up the city, and take a stand for liberty and justice. 